The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome to the AVFC Stato Show. It's time to preview Villa's game against Arsenal on Saturday, which is tomorrow, with the unique Stato take. I am joined by the AFC Stato Dale. Great to see him again on the Villa View. Quick mention for Luke Roper, our sponsors. If you use the code TVV20, you'll get 20% off everything that Luke Roper has to offer, including their new Dapper Villain range, which is very nice. Dale, how are you? Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. Looking forward to the game this weekend. Yeah, Sam. I mean, yeah. we said this a little bit on the preview show yesterday. Got a taste of one three o'clock kickoff, and then not allowed it back to back to normal lunchtime kickoff in the park on Saturday. We'll go straight in then to the first stat. So, striker Ollie Watkins has scored in three successive league. Oh, let me. I can't read. Ollie Watkins has scored in three successive league games for the first time since August 2018, and when he last did that, it was with Brentford in the Championship. So. Ollie Watkins done a good run, isn't he? Isn't he Dale at the moment? He's probably one of my, one of my favourite players. Actually, I felt like I've been battling for him all, all season. I, I think he's done a good job for the majority of the season, even if the goals haven't always flowed. Yeah, really good. Yeah, he's been one of our standouts this year. I think. Um, yeah, it's like you said, this is the third time that he scored. So the first time that he scored three goals um, in back to back games, and um, we scored in back to back games for Villa uh, six times before, but he's never scored in that third game. But he did that against Man City last time out. Um, he's never actually scored four in a row in his entire professional career, okay, uh, consecutively. So, as as hopefully he breaks that uh, breaks that curse this uh, this weekend. He's got a pretty good record against Arsenal, so yeah, there's a chance. I can't imagine tons of strikers. In fairness, have, have scored four four games in, in in a row. That's quite quite a high number. I can think of like Vardy and Ruud van Nistelrooy who scored like double figures in games in a row in the Premier League. But I bet not loads of strikers have scored for four games running. It's 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 just you know it's not a not a, not the done thing really. So if he manages to do that this weekend, then like you say, Arsenal are one of his favourite opponents. He, he does well against the, the top six sides in general. I, I, would, I would fancy Villa are going to score. I think it will probably be Ollie Watkins, which sounds a stupid thing to say because he is their only striker, but that, that, that's how I feel. Second yeah. one we've got is Ashley Young. Really come back to the, to the fore this season. Obviously, he was with us last season, but 
didn't, I don't feel like he started that that many games for Villa, but this season he's probably been our, our player of the season, I would say. This is going to be his 200th Premier League appearance for Villa this weekend, Dale, which is a that's a huge milestone. I mean, I'm presuming you've got the stats in front of you, but not, not too many people in the modern day get to 200 games, albeit this is across two spells. Yeah, so he'll be the ninth Aston Villa player to do it uh, for the club. I want to do a bit of a quick impromptu quiz, Dan. Yeah. As Ashley Young is the ninth player to do it, can you name the other eight? And a bonus point if you get them in the right order. I mean, I'm never going to get them in the right <laughs> order. Eight, pl- eight players who've done 200. This just Premier League? Just Premier League. Well, Barry's got to be one. Barry's number one with 365. Gabby's got to be one. Number two with 322. Oh, I've made a good start inadvertently to, to the order. Now I'm really, now I'm struggling. Uh... Lee Hendra? Number four. Number four. I've missed 251. One. Who have I missed in the middle there? Uh, is Petrov in there? Nope. He's not in there? Oh, that's poor. I was hoping to, to not get any wrong. Um, God, I wanted some help in the, uh, in the, old, in the old comments here. That's one's got? a really good mate of yours. Oh, I didn't think it was Tails. I thought Tails would be in there, but I didn't think he'd be third. Is he third? He, no, he's not third. He's oh. uh, one, two, three, four, five. Sixth, 233. Ian Tyler. Who else have we got? Southgate in there? Nope. No, he's not in there. Ekiog? Really smart. Yeah, Ekiog is number eight, 229. So Ashley Young's behind him on 200 now. So you got three You got three to go. One's a really small left back from back in the day. Alan Wright should have got that. Absolutely one of my favourites. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. In, in my yeah, so he's number three. He's number three. He's with 260. And then you've got two more. Two They're more. both defenders. Uh, as one's left footed, one's right footed. Staunton? Staunton, yep. 244. He's number five. And then number. Are you missing number seven? I'm going to have to guess it because if I don't get it, if I don't mention him and it is him, it's going to be terrible. So I have to mention Paul McGrath. Nope. But it's not Paul McGrath. Melberg? Yep. Melberg. Yeah, I like Melberg. 232. Got there with a little bit of help, didn't I? Someone literally, as I said, Melberg coming on the on the on the chat as well. So it looks like it looks like I copied them, but I didn't say that until, <laughs> until it came to. I feel good. I like a little quiz. I I'm a bit disappointed with myself there, though. I feel like I could have done a little bit better. Got to a flying start, by the way. But uh, I was attacking the whole end in the first ten minutes there, getting that, getting those <laughs> first two. But I, I fell away a little bit after after that. So yeah, I like that. We're going to incorporate some quizzes into it. I'm always up yep. for that done a quiz for the athletic on their premier league preview this morning and i was one of the ones that got got one wrong which has really riled me and got my day off to a bad start because i pride myself on my, on my football trivia knowledge so yeah i like that dad if we can do more stuff like that i'll be, I'll be all for it no so that's problem. villa looked at then now we're going to look at our opponents arsenal obviously top of the league just at the moment so arsenal goalkeeper aaron ramsdale has kept more away clean sheets than any other goalkeeper in the premier league this season with seven Kind of a signing that when he first went to Arsenal, everyone was like, why have they signed him? He's been relegated twice. They spent an awful lot of money on him. It seemed pretty unjustified when they had Leno, who's a good goalkeeper in his own right as well. They'd let Martinez go to Villa. But I think Ramsdale has just suited what Arteta wants and what, what they're trying to do and has been a real big influence there. And you know, he's, he's having another good season. He makes the odd mistake, but I think his positives out, outweigh the bad. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. He's been good this season. As Like I said, he's got seven away clean sheets this season. Uh, the record for Arsenal 
um, away from home in a single season is Jens Lehmann in 2003, 2004. And he only got eight. That's the invincible yeah. year, isn't it? Only kept eight clean sheets. Oh, eight away clean sheets. Yeah. Yeah, kept eight away okay. clean sheets. Um, and that year they won the title. So yeah. it's a pretty good omen for Arsenal fans. Um, yeah, but in the last few games, they haven't scored enough goals. Um, and I was actually looking at what Villa's record is for that I mean, in terms of keeper away clean sheets in a season. Yeah. And there's two Villa keepers that have got uh, eight in a season as well. Can you name them? There's another quiz for you. Fredel. <laughs> Friedel in 2009, 2010. And I'm, and I'm torn between the... I'm torn between two keepers there. Uh, I want to go Bosnich, but I've got to it's James. It's Emmy Martinez in 2020, oh, 2021. Honestly. What a dad. This is my worst down <laughs> ever. When did, was that in, the, in, the, in his first season? Yep. Wow, we yep. had a lot in the one we finished, that was season. It, we finished... Was it 11th? 11th finished. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we so were pretty good that season away from home. Yeah, basically, we had a record there that total winners have, have previously had. We obviously didn't do anything uh, at Villa Park that season. I'm surprised at that. I would have thought, because we used to be tight under, under John Gregory and Brian Little, so I would have thought it would have been potentially Bosnich or James. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at that, really. I but, can yeah. find out quickly which ones which ones are there. So, yeah. Why not? Uh, Mark Bosnich, 1995-96, he got six. Hmm. And Brad Friedel, the same. They got six in 2008, 2009. And then Emmy Martinez as well in 21, 22. Six away clean sheets. And most shocked. of them... Shocked at that, to be honest. Yeah, most of the ones, like Sorensen and Bosnich, and most of them come at home. Uh, Sorensen okay. got nine in 2004, 2005 at Villa Park. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you can just pull that stuff up in front of you is absolutely ridiculous, by, by the way, Dale. But yeah, well done. But this is the Stato <laughs> life, isn't it? It's the Stato yeah. life. Let's look, at the ne- let's look at the next Arsenal one. Then Arsenal have lost their last two away games in all competitions, as many as they had in their first 14 on the road this season, winning 11 and drawing one so far this season they have. So I think, you know, obviously Arsenal, people saying the wheels have come off is a little, little bit unfair because they were just on an absolutely ridiculous run before then an unheard of run really especially for Arsenal in recent years so yes they've not had the best of times in the last few weeks but their record overall still this season is absolutely outstanding yeah it's unbelievable to be fair um, just last four games they haven't scored you know like a lot of the uh, games before they were clinical I've got Martinelli and Odegaard in my fantasy team and they've been smashing it for me this year but um, yeah they lost to Man City 1-0 in the fourth round of the FA Cup Lost to Everton one nil away in the Premier League. Uh, the last lost three in a row away from home in December twenty twenty one, and they haven't lost three in a row without scoring since two thousand and nine. So, and they okay. haven't scored in the last two away games. So, if they don't score against Villa and we win, that we that'd be a record since two thousand and nine. Well, me and you were talking before we came on and. Villa actually haven't beaten Arsenal with fans there at Villa Park since 1998, the famous game when Santa came down and, and, and hit the roof and Villa were 2-0 down at half-time and went on to win 3-2 under John Gregory. They've won two games at home against Arsenal in lockdown. But again, fans were back last season and a normal service resumed. We, we lost <laughs> 1-0, Bakaya Saka, with, with the goal that day. So Villa haven't got a great record against Arsenal, really, have they? At Villa Park, anyway. No, they haven't. No, no. Um, we went on a... Um, uh, I think we'll come to that next, actually, in Peak Villa. Yeah. Because that would, that would, that's sort of, um, uh, the last stat. But, um, yeah, 
our record against them is bad. We haven't beaten them um, in 17 games between uh, 98 and 2000. So, wow. So, well, it, uh, so 98 to 2015, sorry. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. I mean, I think, really, I think in recent history, I feel like Villa have had a better time actually at the Emirates than they, ha- than they have at, um, at Villa Park against Arsenal. I could be wrong with that, but it's just a feeling. I can think of a few wins. At the Emirates, it's, it's it's if not at least level, I would say that the times Villa have gone and won at, at the Emirates compared to Villa Park, because yeah, that was a was a long run from nineteen ninety eight with, without doing anything against them. There's a there's a few draws thrown in there. I remember a two 0 down against against them, and Zach Knight scored in the in the last minute for Villa to draw two two. But not not really been a fruitful side Arsenal at Villa Park. I feel like we say this kind of thing every week against about who's who's coming who's coming to Villa Park. But yeah, not a great record against Arsenal really. Let's finish then with the peak Villa section. And only against West Ham, which is 14 times, have Arsenal won more Premier League away games than they have against Aston Villa. They've won 13 times, although they have lost in two of their last three visits to Villa Park, as we just mentioned. So Villa Park, one of Arsenal's favourite places to go, Dale. Yes, we had a pretty decent spell at home to Arsenal in the early years of the Premier League. Um, So between 1995 and March 2001, uh, so we went undefeated against them at home uh, as a winning two and drawing four. Um, however, since then, uh, as over March 2000 to March 25th, 2015, um, we've played Arsenal 17 times and drawn seven and lost 10. So we are, we're not very good at home, especially with fans in the ground against Arsenal. Yeah, like I said, yeah. 98 was the last one. Yeah, so stats on the fly here coming, coming into my head. So... John Gregory won two games in a row against Arsenal at, at home in 1998, at the end of one season, in the middle of the next. And then Dean Smith, Dean Smith won, won two in a row, hasn't he? Because he won the two again May, May to through to the through to the next to the next season. So Dean Smith won two in a row as well. So not many Villa managers have, have managed to do that. So hopefully Unai Emery can get off to a good start in his run against Arsenal at home, because I'm expecting Unai Emery to be Villa manager for, for a long time. It feels like you needed to have won a game in May, though, against them, if you were to, if you, if you were to win at Villa Park the next season, doesn't it? It's by, by that stat that I've just come up with. Yeah, uh, that's... Yeah, only five middle managers have ever beaten Arsenal in the Premier League. Really? Uh, as John Gregory twice, Martin O'Neill, Gerard Houllier, Paul Lambert, and then Dean Smith three times. That's that's across home and away games. That's, got, that's across home and away. Five is more than I would have anticipated. Thinking about that run that we that we just talked about previously. So yeah, a lot of interesting stats as always, Dale. I thank you for coming on and, and talking to me. You'll of course be probably got more stats coming up on your Twitter page before the game in the in the lead up to the game tomorrow at Villa Park. Good news, Villa fans haven't seen it. I'm sure I'm sure they all have. Is that Tyro Mings has, has signed a new a new contract? It's a bit unclear as to how long it is BBC are saying until 2026, so they might be bang on with that. They could they could be completely wrong, but Villa in their statement didn't actually announce how long the contract was. But good news for the football club. I mean, Greg and myself were talking about Tyro Mings on Monday's 1874 when when he doesn't play. I mean, Greg's had a go at Benestato, hasn't he? He did an article in the week. Villa have only won one in 12 without Tyro Mings, so fingers crossed he's back against Arsenal tomorrow because Villa are a lot more successful with him in the defence. Thanks again, Dale, for joining me. Thanks to Adam, the producer as well after the nightmare that was last night which wasn't actually his fault we're now here and we've managed to get the show out so that that is pleasing i don't know why we have so many problems with technology it's not it's never actually our fault it's the hosting company so yeah 
blame the hosting company, not the producer, even though I like to give him a few little digs. Go back and watch last night's match preview show with Neil and myself if you haven't watched it already. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in live for this Stato preview show. We know it's not at the best time, but we try and fit things in when we can. And thanks to everyone that will go on and watch it as well. There'll be a purity post-match pint on Sunday, I would have thought, but subscribe to the channel with your personal notifications on so that you know exactly when that's coming. And then again, there'll be an 1874 on Monday with Greg and myself. Hopefully see some of you at Villa Park tomorrow. Have a great Friday and up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.